Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader, and I am here with my friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Michelle? Good. Well, the topic today is it will get better. I am so passionate about this topic because when I was a new widow, that's all I wanted to know. But before we dive into the topic, I would love to hear what are some things that have been going on in your life since we last did a podcast? Oh, let's see. Um, a lot of work, uh, a mm. lot of waking up at the crack of dawn. Um, and uh, let's see, I mowed my lawn, super exciting. Nice. No, but my brother came over and hung out. Um, so that was cool. He used to live like five minutes from me, but he just moved. And so now he's like an hour away. Um, so he hung out uh, last night and spent the night. So that was fun to just catch up with him. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's, that's about uh, all, you know, just doing stuff with my kids, you know, yeah. dad life. So when you got up at the crack of dawn the other day, when there was that big eclipse thingy or whatever, did you see that? Oh yeah. Yes, I did. It was awesome. Actually. Uh, my mother-in-law sent a text to us. It said something to the effect of, for those of you that wake up early or stay up late, it was like an article um, that there will be, I didn't even know about it, that there will be a lunar <laughs> eclipse and a super moon. I think all in one. And so I got up the next morning and I tried to look out from my backyard and there was like too much cloud coverage. I couldn't see it. Um, but as I was driving my kids, um, my sleeping kids <laughs> mm-hmm. to uh, Tamara's house in the morning, um, my friend Tamara, uh, I got to see it and it was awesome. It was pretty, uh, pretty cool. Seeing the shadow of the earth on the moon it was pretty rad. Nice. Oh yeah. Nice. I'm from Southern California. So rad. Yep. dude it's pretty gnarly, gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> love those words that's what we used in like the 80s but it still is a california thing so yep. um side note so i knew about the eclipse because i'm a teacher and it was a crazy day at school on wednesday and the teacher that i work with was like you know it's a full moon and last night was the eclipse thing and you know people get crazy on the full moon And these kids were just like out of control. So (laughs) I didn't actually see it, but I heard about it. That's when the Um, werewolves come out. It sure is. That's what I've heard. So in my week, I didn't have tons of stuff going on, but I'm looking for a new car and I think I might've found one. So that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like my dream car, but it's the best financial decision right now since I just bought a house. (laughs) you know, to not buy the newest the Ferrari, fancy, the Ferrari I was hoping for, <laughs> or what's that really expensive one? Is Ferrari, Ferrari, Lamborghini, <laughs> McLaren, okay, Maseratis are up there, Porsche. Okay. Well, yeah, going. I <laughs> see, I'm not really a car person per se, but, um, anyways, the point is I'm not getting the big fancy one, but I, it's okay. You know what? It's where I'm at in life. Let's see what else happened this week mostly work just like you, but I work at a school and so there's, you know, lots of fun stuff that goes on every day, but we only have three weeks left. So kind of liking that. Yeah. I don't really have tons to share this week either. Oh, jury duty coming up. So yeah, I've never done it. And even being a widow didn't get me out of it. So if you guys want to try that, maybe it'll work for you, but um, it was when I was moving, I got called up and I said, I'm a new widow. I'm moving. I'm a single mom. And they said, you still got to come. So I just postponed it and here we are. So I'll let you know how that goes, but we'll just get right into the topic since we both don't have a lot of stuff to share. (laughs) So 
you know, this was something I said this in the beginning, but this was something so big and I'm so passionate about this. If you are a new widow or widower, you guys know, sometimes we just say widow, it means both of you. Um, you just might be in a place where you want to know it gets better. Like I was so big about that when I was in the first couple months and it just seemed overwhelming and so huge. I just needed to hear from somebody. I reached out to a whole bunch of widows. I hadn't even joined a widow group yet. I just had a bunch of widow friends and I reached out to them and I just wanted to know, like, is this going to get better? Mark, did you go through this kind of thing? Similar. Um, I, I don't know exactly how to explain it. I mean, it was just, it was just really hard, you know, but mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't uh, No, I was pretty overwhelmed by the certainty that it wasn't going to get better. It was like, I was, mm. I was absolutely sure that like, it was not going to get any better and that I was going to feel like this forever. Mm -hmm. So I, and that's really what I believed. I really believed that that's how it was going to be is that I'm just going to be constantly having to accept this and mm -hmm. struggling with that because it was like every day there was some new realization, you right. know, like, oh my gosh, like she did that. Now I have to do this uh -huh. and whatever, you know, and even for you and I, it's, it's different because we knew the day was coming. Right. And we still had time to think about it mm -hmm. in advance. And it was incredibly difficult still. I mean, of course it's difficult, but I mean, even the, like, you'd think that you'd had all this stuff known that you were going to have to do on your own because in my situation with my wife being in the condition she was in I was already doing everything by myself but um there was a lot to be said about still being able to ask her advice you know mm -hmm. even though she was you know physically unable to move um there was still a sorry that's just uh it's hard remembering right. that stuff sometimes right. but um you know, there was still, I still, I still could go into the bedroom and ask her things right. like, Hey, what do you think I should do with this? What, you know, the kids, this happened. What do you think I should do? Like, what would your, you know, how would you want me to handle this? And, um, so every day there was realizations that, you know, Oh, I have to do this now by myself. And so uh, to answer your question, um, no, it was just kind of different. It was just like, I just believed that that's always how it was going to be. Right. So was there a certain thing that happened or a certain day when you were like, whoa, I am getting, this is getting better. This is getting easier. You know, I think it was hearing a lot of like sermons and mm. um, people just being in my life that were encouraging and, you know, just, just days passing, just time yeah. passing by. Like, that's probably the thing that made me realize like, oh, well, you know, yesterday was a little harder than today. You know, today's a little bit easier. And then you compare mm -hmm. that to weeks and months yep. and it's like, wow, mm -hmm. like now here I am in just about month 10 and it's um, significantly better than it was in month one. I still have moments like I had, um, you know, what? I just realized I forgot to tell my mother-in-law about this because I've been um, I promised her I would tell her if I had any dreams about Lacey and she's been praying for me mm -hmm. to have dreams. And I had a dream the other night and she, I was with her and we were laying down in bed together. And this was like one of the first dreams I had like this. And, um, I was hugging her and kissing her and I was saying goodbye to her. Mm. 
And I didn't know, it wasn't like I knew in my dream she was dying, but like I knew she was going, wherever she was going, she had to go. I wasn't objecting to it. And she was going away forever. And I was just Mm. weeping and crying to her. And when I woke up in the morning, like I could feel that I had actually been crying in my sleep. Mm. And I was so tired that day. I was like sleeping, standing up. I was like falling asleep, standing up. And um, just, I really don't think I got any sleep. I think I was just crying all night in my sleep. Mm, And um, yeah, it was really, uh, it really put me in a funky mood all day. So I still, the point was, I still have like, it's not like, oh, it's so easy now. You know, I still have really difficult moments, but there's just so much to be said about time passing, you know, and going to God consistently is the main thing, you know, like constantly asking him for grace and wisdom and not because we're good or we're deserving, but because he's so good that he'll pour his grace upon us. So what about you? When was there a point for you and how was it for you? You know, I think I shared in the joy episode a little bit about like when I was, it was the one month and I, you know, thought it was funny. I was milking a cow, this whole moment. Oh, yeah. I, that, that I remember one. that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't think there was a moment, but I like to, and I'm maybe repeating myself, but I think this was really big to hear. Like it used to be that every day was dark and cloudy in the very beginning. And then once in a while, there'd be a happy moment. So there'd be like some sun peeking through. And now it's completely over time switched to, it's usually sunny. And sometimes like your dream or like I had a, you know, grief moment today when thinking about buying a car or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's like moments where the clouds come, but they don't last as long. Like I remember, and I was actually reading back in my journal about, wow, I went two days without crying. Like for me, it was kind of measured in like, whoa, I didn't cry for a whole day. I didn't cry Mm. for two days and it just slowly over time. And for me, two key things. Um, Number one is drawing close to God in that time of where you just don't even feel like you can go on in the very beginning. So drawing close to God. um, And what does that mean? Because you might not even know what drawing close to God means, Mm. you know, spending time in prayer. And um, for me, it's like worship music and just laying out my heart to God and letting him come in and fill those empty places. And so doing that really consistently, consistent. You got it. <laughs> Wait for it. Consistently. Mm, there Yay, it is. I got it. Nice. Okay. Everybody Cons- round of applause. <laughs> okay. Doing that over and over <laughs> um, brought me to a place where There is something, and there's a verse in the Bible, I will look it up, that talks about the peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm. There is a peace that you cannot explain. Like, there's no reason you should be peaceful when your spouse just passed away. But God Mm -hmm. can come in, fill those spots, and fill you with that peace. Mm -hmm. When I have what I believe is a total Holy Spirit, like, peaceful thing, it's like I'm floating. Like, God pours it on me, and it's very distinct. Everyone experiences the Holy Spirit in different ways, but... For me, that's how I do. And I had a lot of that during that time period. Mm. And then the other big thing is time. I mean, I'm at exactly one year and one week as of tomorrow and time like that really, but not everyone agrees with that. I'm in a widow's group. I did this like, welcome. I just announced myself in this group yesterday. And somebody said, I'm at seven years. They say it gets better, but it doesn't. 
And I was like, wow, wow. good thing that I'm in a good place. And that doesn't upset me <laughs> because um, that's not an encouraging thing to say to someone. No, because so it's not time for everyone, but it's probably how you deal with it and how you move forward. And I know I've said this before too, that having someone pass away is like an amputation. You mm. learn to live with it, but you'll always miss it. And Luke had an amputated leg. analogy. Yeah. And his leg was amputated. So I can very much um, relate to what this means mm. um, that he learned to live without his leg, but he always missed it. He always had to put on his prosthetic leg in order to go place. Like we will always carry Luke and Lacey with us forever. Mm-hmm. and they will always be a part of us we will always miss them our kids mm-hmm. will always think of them and miss them but we will learn how to move forward mm-hmm. and adapt basically yeah. and so I think that's what's happened for me in the last 12 months is I don't like wake up crying like when he passed away I was just reading this in my journal like yesterday it's good for me to go back and remember it was like such a void because he was there and like Luke was very mobile and everything till the end and then boom and we didn't it wasn't a slow progression you know it was a blood clot we've talked about that before and so it was like boom gone and it was so empty it was Mm. so empty this emptiness in my heart that I could not explain because he was there I was talking to him we had a whole date night if you want to hear about that go to episode two I explain our last night together and so it was like the biggest hole I'd ever felt in my life. And we were married almost 17 years. And so you just feel in those first few days, so broken. And like, I remember just feeling like, what do I have to live for besides my kids? Which I, you know, that's, I'm so thankful. And I, you know, my heart goes out to those of you who either like don't have kids and you live alone or your kids are grown that don't have someone else in your house. Yeah. Uh, like, yes, I, mean, I have two little kids and I feel really lonely, you know, right. like in my house, even though my kids make, well, let's be real, they're, they're five and eight. They make a lot of noise. Yeah. But it's still, is it's hard to explain. It's still very quiet in my house. Right. You know, There's, I don't know. I, I get it. There's still an emptiness. So for me, that's changed a little bit because I just moved mm. a month ago. And so it's different now because Luke never lived here. And so I don't feel that really helped me personally. I don't feel that same emptiness because it starting new, but that's a whole, you know, different side note. But um, anyways, going back to like our topic, like it will get better. I really want you to hear me if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, I don't think it will ever get better. We are like living testimonies of this, mm-hmm. but it is not because of us. When we are weak, he is strong, meaning Jesus, God. Mm-hmm. And so he is the one who carries. He is the one who heals us. You know what? I'm going to see if I can do this right now. So there's a song and I'm going to put a link to it, but I'm going to see if I can just play a little bit right here. Um, that really speaks to me. It's called healing. And it's like, I hear and I get so excited. It's just about how God's healing my heart. And like, it's so good. I remember the first time I heard this, I'm like, that's exactly my heart. You know, that God is healing it. And we've talked about this before, but he can take mourning and turn it into dancing. If you don't like dancing, whatever you like. But the point is, because I'm the one who likes <laughs> For some dancing. reason, I feel like you're speaking to me. Yeah, he can turn <laughs> it into dancing. Let's see it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> no, so he doesn't, it doesn't, mean you literally for me I literally dance but 
it is the most beautiful thing that I cannot explain to anyone unless you've been through it. God can heal the most broken of hearts. Sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm facing something hard, I remember it's like God brings it to my mind. Like I healed you from the like hardest thing, like from yeah. your spouse of 17 years. Like I'm okay. I remember, I remember the hospice nurse had just left said that we didn't have much time. I remember driving to the grocery store, crying and crying and crying and thinking I could never survive. I cannot do this. God, you've got the wrong person. I can't do this. Like when you're looking ahead to it, but looking Mm -hmm. back, you can see like how God heals you. I mean, it is something you cannot explain. And so if you're listening to this, I just want you to know that it's not Mark and I, like we're like superpower grief stars. You know, like it's Jesus. Thanks for popping my bubble. <laughs> Sorry, it's not you. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just as kidding. awesome as you are. It's not you. You know, it's it's Jesus. Like that is for the sure. only. You have to be susceptible to receiving it, though. I think that's mm, really important. Yeah. If you, you know, I don't know how to say. It. Like, I I want to be sensitive, but right. But also, just be real. That like. If you want to stay sad, you're going to stay sad. And no, mm-hmm. nobody like wants to stay sad. Like, you know, like would just acknowledge that and say it. Right. But just like on a deep level, what I'm saying is like, you have to be willing to allow God to come in and heal you. Mm-hmm. He can do it on his own, you know, but I don't think if, I, I don't know. I just got this feeling, right? Like, I feel like if you're not looking for it. True then True. you're not going to experience what we're talking about. But I also pray for it and I ask for it specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, I have people praying about it for me that mm-hmm. God will help me get through this day. And um, I try to be vulnerable to him and going back to something you said earlier about, you know, some people might not know what it means to, to turn to God right. um, and that you go into prayer. Some people might not even know how to pray. Um, mm-hmm. And so just to answer that, you're just talking to him. Like you, you don't have to like know a specific prayer. You just talk to him, cry right. him, tell him what you're mm. feeling. Like, I can't even tell you how many mornings on my way to work. I was just crying to him and telling him how weak and pathetic I am and that I just can't do this. And like you said, like you got the wrong guy. Like I can't mm-hmm. do this. And so I feel like there was a certain point where I started becoming susceptible to wanting, um, the healing in my heart. And I, I didn't want to, fo- I guess this is what I'm trying to say. I didn't want to focus anymore on how horrible it was because that's easy to do. It's mm. super simple yep. to focus on how hard oh, it is. Yeah. I wanted to start focusing on the ways that God has continued to stay by my side through this and after it. And, mm-hmm. um, And so I don't, you know, I don't mean to come off abrasive or offensive to anybody. I'm not saying that anybody wants to be sad, who is sad, of course, and especially in the beginning, you know, but I'm talking if if somebody is where I'm at right now, I feel like there's a certain um, acceptance that Mm -hmm. you have to um, have to want the healing. I don't know exactly how to explain. No, I know what, what you I'm mean. Saying, mm-hmm. But it just like I feel like it's it's partially an attitude of like I want to be stronger than that for my kids. I don't want this to like like I was saying I was feeling in the beginning. I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel like this is a forever 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have done anything to change the outcome. I would have done right. literally anything to keep Lacey on earth, but that wasn't God's will. And I can't do anything about that. And so um, I could be angry with him. You know, that could have been a choice I made. And this is kind of the point I'm getting at. I could have made that choice to be angry with God, but I didn't. I made the choice to just accept that um, I don't know. I don't know why it happened, but um, anyways, I'm sorry. I totally like went off there on a little no, that's good little stuff. tangent, but I just felt led to, to point out. And before you play that song, something you were talking about made me think of this Bible verse. It's Psalm 34, hmm. uh, 17. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have mm. a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. And man, you know, That's there's good. one more part of it that's actually good too. The next, so that was 17, 18, here's 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And I feel like that is so true. Like, this is hard. This is difficult. This is, we, we have many afflictions, but yes. the Lord is faithful to deliver you um, from this and to be a testimony, if you're willing to be that testimony. And, you know, yeah, it's hard. You know, we struggle a lot, right? I mean, you and I have just randomly texted each other, like, hey, I'm having a really hard t- yeah. time today. And I just vent about some stuff I'm feeling right now. And, mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like, you know, here we are 10 months later and we're like, woohoo, this is awesome. <laughs> but like you learn to, to figure it out. You learn to um, accept that God has a different direction for your life. So right. we don't yeah. know what it is, but it's right. not that direction that we wanted to hold on to so bad that I was begging, right. pleading with God, you know, to to keep it going that way. You know, like I wanted it, I wanted my life, you know, it was the hardest prayer for me was asking God and I still did it. But the hardest prayer was saying, may your will be done. Because as time Mm -hmm. went on, I started getting more and more afraid that his will was Lacey was going home. And uh, it was hard. It was getting really hard to say that prayer. I almost wanted to change it and say like, let your will bend to my will, please. But like, we know that's not right. We know our will is like, just a joke compared to God's will. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I want to share, like, in case someone else is like me, I never prayed that I never could get to that point Mm. where I could say your will. I couldn't like, I wanted Luke too bad, but I mean, I did pray every night with my kids. We pray for daddy's healing, whether it's here on earth or in heaven. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But I just saying those words were so hard to for me to yeah, it was like, hard because it's scary. Yes, yes, yes. It's scary to pray yeah. that. And I remember thinking, like, I'm afraid to pray for any, you know, because you know, as we pray for wisdom, for example, God might just not give you wisdom, he might give you a situation right. in where you gain wisdom. You know, you can pray for patience. He's not just going to give you patience. He's going to give you a situation where you have to practice patience. Yes. And that made me like afraid to pray for anything. I'm like, you know, I don't know. It was like kind of scary. I was like, well, what are you going to do to my life if I pray for this? You know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of hard. 
Going back to talking about like, if you don't know how to pray, it really is just a conversation. So if you're good at talking to yourself, <laughs> then which both of us professional, are, right. Then it's actually not that different, but you're aiming it towards God. And I do it all the time. Now I can't say I always do this in my life, but the last few years, probably since Luke died, definitely more than ever mm-hmm. that I started just really, um, talking to God. I know you do it on the way to work. I do too. And then I started as something new where when I take Bentley, our dog on a walk, I leave my phone because it used to just distract me. And I'm, I'm really bad at being unplugged. So this is kind of my new, like unplug, as long as I know the kids are all in a good place, no one's going to need me for a little bit. Um, I leave my phone and I say, Jesus, come take a walk with me. I had this amazing one today. We were like out in the field and looking at the mountains and I'm like mm, bawling, just, awesome. just crying and just praying. And it was like so intimate and so beautiful. And those are the moments I love. Like, I feel so good when I'm done. Like, yeah, heck yeah. It's like pouring your heart out, but to someone who can do something about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you draw close to him, he'll draw close to you. Right. And I know, and I, I like today, I was just like actually picturing him on this walk with me and it was beautiful. So start out small, like just talk for a couple of minutes. Like, okay, God, I, you know, I'm, I'm new to this. Guess what? He's listening. Mm-hmm. I promise you he's listening. It doesn't mean he's a magic genie and gives us just what we want. Obviously we didn't get what we wanted, right. but he's there. He doesn't promise that there won't be troubles, but he promises that he will walk by. I think we talked about this last time that like he will walk by our side mm-hmm. as we go through those troubles. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I just really want to recommend that if you've never tried praying that you just do it, you just open your mouth and start talking. And yeah. I think it's totally freeing and it's, it's become part of my daily routine on the way to work and now on the walks and just whenever I want, I'm trying to teach that to my kids. It doesn't just have to be dinner time and bedtime that we pray, right. like talk to God throughout your day. I do it constantly. We have this thing at um, school, they do the announcements and then they do a moment of silence. It's called mindful minute and people close their eyes and stuff. I pray every time. I'm not just sitting there like nice. mindful minute. I'm like, okay, Jesus, help me with this day. Give me strength, da, 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 you know, and yeah. using that time to pray. So I want to, well, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. All right. I'll go ahead. we are um blessed with the opportunity to speak with god and we are called to have a relationship with christ we have the opportunity to have a relationship with christ and so like reflecting on what you were saying like if you had a friend that was a really good friend to you and you had a relationship with them would you only call them for two minutes at dinner or would you have (laughs) a relationship with them and you know hey just wanted to say good night talk to you tomorrow you know like that's not right that's not like a relationship a A relationship is he's your friend and Mm -hmm. i promise you i promise you if you start doing that if you're not already and you start talking to him all the time he will start talking to you yep and it's not like what you're thinking you're not gonna you know have this voice, but it's going to be very clear in your mind that these were not my thoughts yep this is god speaking to my heart Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I feel concerned that what I said earlier was, um, maybe like offensive to some people. And I just, I want to be clear that I'm not saying that you, um, just make a decision to feel mm-hmm. better and you're going to feel better, but that, um, that you really just count on 
God doing something. You really expect him to do something when you pray for it and you're looking for it and you're waiting for it. And so um, I, I just felt, I just been sitting here thinking about it and feeling like it didn't come out exactly like what I was thinking in the moment. So I just kind of wanted to clarify that a little bit, but it just is like, yeah. it's not your own strength that you're doing that. You're not just making this decision, but you need to be susceptible to wanting God to intervene on your behalf. And um, yeah, I talk to him all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I operate a machine at work. And so I often have earplugs in and I'm, you know, it's a loud machine. So I'm by myself and um, I'm spending most of that time talking to God. A lot of times That's if somebody awesome. walks up behind me, and says something, they scare me because I'm so like deep into thought. Um, obviously it's a, you know, potentially dangerous machine if you're not paying attention, but right. um, so I obviously am paying attention and I'm measuring my parts and blah, blah, blah. But I am, I am spending time with Jesus on that machine. And, um, you know, sometimes I'm like, Hey, lift this material for me. It's kind of heavy, no, <laughs> but, um, no, awesome. but I, I do spend a lot of time, um, in quiet, prayer and that's on my drive to work on my way home from work and mm-hmm. um I mean gosh I remember just days before Lacey passed like I was just crying out to him in the shower and mm-hmm. it's like weird looking back at it now but it was um I remember just praying like out of desperation like if you're gonna take her home just take her home like I don't want to watch mm-hmm. this anymore if the end is that she's going to pass, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's hard to like, look back at how I, cause now it's like, I feel all, you know, I have all my energy back. And now I'm like, man, like, how did I even think that? Like, I, I and don't get me wrong. I fought every last breath, right. for her, but like, just, I remember having this prayer of just like, I, I don't want to see her suffer anymore. Like if you're going to take her, just take her. Right. You know? And, um, it was like, I was kind of like angry about it, you know? And, um, I don't know. It's like hard to like, look back on that, but, and remember exactly how I felt in that moment, but just seeing the thing, like not, not many people can understand and relate, um, to the things that I had to see and witness and take part right. in. Um, it was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. And so it was, uh, I remember that prayer though. It was like, wow, I really meant that at the time. I know I did. I remember feeling like, can't believe I just prayed that, you know, but mm-hmm. Again, I ended it with your will be done. I will right. do this for years. If this is what you want me to do, I will do this for her. She is worthy of me doing this for the rest mm-hmm. of her life. And, um, but man, yeah, it was, uh, but, but, but to the point of everything we're saying, it gets a lot better. Like those yes. moments in the beginning were intense and you're confused and you're living in this cloud coverage. And I really like the analogy you used, Michelle, about the, the sunny days and then the clouds yeah. coming over and now it's like switched that is so spot on because that's how it was in the beginning it was all cloudy days and then every now and yep. then you get a little ray of sunshine now it's totally the other way around yeah and I, I loved that analogy that was brilliant did you come up with that I did yes wow that was awesome seriously I was like yes. whoa that was uh-huh. really good yeah, it's it's the way I explain it to most people and they're like, you know, how are you doing or what is it like? Like, okay, well, it's like this now. And I might have a, you know, a day where it rains, but it doesn't usually stay very long, you know? And I wanted to say some things about what you just said about how God speaks to you. Sometimes it can be, you know, a thought. It can also be through people. God can send people to talk to you <laughs> and 
confirm something that they would have no idea you're even thinking about. Um, and the biggest way too is through God's word. And so if you've never mm. even read the Bible, I think we talked about this before, you can get um, version. go to the app store, get version. It's the Bible app and you get a verse of the day every day. And then yeah. now they do stories where you can watch little videos. I usually do that in the morning. And um, that's a great way to just hear what God is saying to you. For sure. And today when, you know, when I was, um, well, actually when Luke was going through his cancer, I first discovered the verse about how God collects our tears in a bottle. And actually it was from mm. watching a movie. And then I found out that was actually a verse mm-hmm. and that he literally collects our tears in the bottle. And, um, that's always meant a lot to me. And so today when I was crying and I was just like, are you collecting these tears? Like I literally said it out loud mm. and like, I'm adding more tears, but I know you see it. Like just knowing that, because there's not moments that you share with every human, there's some things that nobody knows, but when you talk to God, like he hears it all, he sees it all. He loves us so much. Like we can't even comprehend it. Like it's, mm. it's a concept that is just like so big that I don't really sit and think about it. But when I think about it. It's yeah, it's huge. So I want to real quick, at least play a tiny bit of this song and I will put Mm -hmm. the link in because it really speaks to how I feel about healing. It's called healing by Riley Clemens. I'm just going to play it on here. Let's see. And we do not have the rights to this (laughs) just to clarify that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So just listen. And the video I'm going to post the video is beautiful. She's like by the ocean and I just listen to it. actually because I was listening to this other song and then it went to that and I'm like oh my gosh that's my song like I'm mm. healing when you feel like it's like a dark tunnel and then you're coming out of it um so I'll put the link you guys can see the whole video too it's beautiful beautiful it's awesome and it just like you no know, I can relate to that my um when Lacey and I were through the thick of it uh in the thick of it excuse me my sister-in-law sent us and now I'm sure everybody's heard this song but i hadn't heard it before but it's um oh gosh what's the name of it now i'm drawing a blank uh it was it's oceans yeah that's a good song yep. oh my gosh i cried I and song. cried and cried listening mm-hmm. to it because it was like totally just what we were going through and mm-hmm. um yeah music is powerful but the mm-hmm. word like you're saying is like it's just so powerful and god will totally speak to you through mm-hmm. the bible and um you know, also another um, source that 
was great for me was, um, I know a lot of people have not heard of him, but um, his name is Pastor Greg Laurie. He's of Harvest Church. Um, if you've been a believer for a long time, his, his teaching can be a little like um, basic, you know, like it's great. It's all great. He's a great teacher, but it's kind of basic. But anyways, he lost his son in a car mm -hmm. accident and he gives a few messages on it, but there's one in particular that's called hope for the hurting heart. And my goodness, it is just a powerful, powerful message. So if anybody, um, you know, would also like to hear that it's, it's wonderful. It's, uh, Greg Laurie nice. of Harvest Church and it's hope for the hope for the hurting heart. You can find it on YouTube. I'll find um, a link but, and post it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Thanks. That's really powerful. It's really good, good message, especially, you know, for us who've been through mm -hmm. similar, obviously it's not the same, but like for going down similar, um, paths and, you know, just the experiencing the, the deep loss, um, you can relate to the stuff he was saying. And, um, he does a really good job of like illustrating, um, how to find God in these moments, you know? Right. And it was interesting. I remember one of the things he said was he's all, yeah, the, I think he said is, I don't remember what day of the week his son died, but that Sunday, uh, he, he wasn't doing the message at his church, but he, he had someone doing a message, like a guest speaker, but he came to church and he said, a lot mm -hmm. of people were like, wow, I can't believe you're here right now. Like, I can't believe you're here. And he's like, where else would I want to be? And uh, right. that was That's just like true. really powerful to me. I ha I've barely missed any church since Lacey passed. I bring the kids every week to church yep. and it is the most beautiful place I could ask to be, you know, being around mm -hmm. all these wonderful people who walk down this road with me and um, who, who really sincerely care about me. Um, it's so obvious in their actions and the way they, you know, just call me and check on me. And I don't know, it's just, uh, it's really encouraging. Yeah. But again, I got sidetracked. It gets better. <laughs> it gets better. That's our whole theme. But you know what? That's the I whole think, point. I think people will be able to take away a lot of things from this that are really important. And um, yeah, and I'm just, just thinking about church. Like, I love that feeling of like walking in, worship's going on. And mm. it's mm. just like, I love, like I listen to worship music every day, but there's something about being there with people in church, just totally mm -hmm. getting lost in it and just. Yeah. That's another thing you can do, you know, for it to get better, go to, go to church. Even if you've never been find a church, put it on Facebook or Instagram, wherever, like, what's a good church. What do you recommend? You mm -hmm. know, and people in your area will reach out to you and they will yeah. invite you and, you know, you can find a place to plug in. So I wanted to read a couple verses that really helped me mm -hmm. during the beginning time. So Exodus 15, five, nope, wrong one. That's I'm not it. <laughs> um, well, let me read that really quick to let you know what it was. was the deep, yeah, let's just for fun. The deep waters have covered them. They sank to the <laughs> to the depths like a stone. <laughs> so that's not the comforting <laughs> verse I was looking for. <laughs> so that's, oh that's my god! <laughs> right, I just such an encouraging me. voice. Yeah, that's oh awesome. my gosh. Wait, I have to tell you this side note too because okay. of the story. So I have, um, Luke's <laughs> ring. I wear this and uh, I, I have a, a verse inscribed on the inside. And it's, so I remember like after he died and I was like looking at the ring and I was like, what was the verse I promised him? Cause it says, 
I promise. And I'm like, I don't really remember exactly what I promised. <laughs> so I looked at, and it was something about, um, like, I got to look it up. Like the first verse I looked up was something about like, um, money and greedy people. And I was like, wait, no, that's not what I, anyways, <laughs> it was about being, um, a loving wife. It was a proverb. So anyways, you were the Proverbs like, 31 wife, but you probably said you were like going to be Proverbs 13 or something. <laughs> yes, it was when I thought it was 31. I'm a, yeah. I'm going to tell a story sometime when I have all of it in front of me. Cause it was actually super funny. The day I read it, I was laughing. It was like two days after he died and I needed something to laugh about. And I'm like, that's what I <laughs> promised him. Um, her, no, I want to tell you the actual verse. Hey, do you have your Bible in front of you? Can you look this up? Yeah. Wait, wait. it's Proverbs 31 right? I can't see it. Hold on. Let me help you. Um, no, I want to know what the actual verse, I know it, but I just, it's not, it's not flowing to my head right now, but it's about, Oh, her husband has full confidence in her or something like that. Yeah. Who can find a virtuous wife? No. For her worth is far above rubies. No, it's like lack, no confidence. I mean, full confidence. Yes. So he will have, yeah, that's that one. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. No, she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. You're in a different version. That's why I'm. Oh, okay. Wait, I'm that darn new King James. (laughs) Wait, I I know this. Hold on, it's coming. Okay, I got it. I got the. Okay, now I got to see if my aging eyes can read. (laughs) No, I have good eyes. Kind of proverbs. Hold on, wait for it. Thirty-one. (laughs) wait let me get the light here okay for those listening i'm explaining what do you need a magnifying glass perhaps oh they're fine proverbs 31 11 her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value that's it i just remember so weird that's exactly what i just read yeah but it was in a different version (laughs) so look up can you look up proverbs 13 11 and tell me what that one says i think that's the one i accidentally looked yeah let's see let's see if that's the one something about money Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. Right. And that's what I thought. I'm like, what? What did I promise him? It's like, wow, thanks, babe. Yeah. So that was actually probably my first like laughing moment. And I think it was just God, you know, just like letting me read it wrong. So that was a total side note. Um, I don't even remember what I had a feeling that's what it was. That's so funny. (laughs) Yes. So let me get back. I have one more verse, but, um, oh, wait, I didn't even read the real verse, did I? No, no I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I got You'll so sidetracked. I never shared the actual verse. You guys, thanks for hanging with us. We get a little sidetracked sometimes and stories and side notes. And so thanks for being here. The actual verse was second Samuel 22, 17. He reached down from on high and took hold of me he drew me out of deep waters and so mm. like a stone that's <laughs> awesome and this is all like always like i love i've talked about the you know that picture and jesus and you're up and he's like you know he's above you on the water yeah. you put your hand up and he pulls you up and i just love this visual of him like pulling me out of deep waters like when your spouse dies you're in deep water when you know you're going through cancer, you're in deep waters. Mm-hmm. And so I love that verse. And then the other one is very familiar, but I want to share why it's like extra special to me. So it's um, Proverbs. I mean, <laughs> Psalms 23 of the Lord is my shepherd. You guys, I know you've heard this, but just listen. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. This is the part I want to talk about. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet water. So it doesn't say like, I go lie down in green pastures. He makes me. So sometimes he will make you go into a season of rest or a time of rest, or he will make sure that you lie down. And then I love the part. He leads me beside quiet waters. And then the next one, he refreshes my soul. Like, Mm. oh, like I have a little, I'm looking where it is, a little um, like magnet in my bathroom. And it says, he restores my soul. And it's like something I look at all the time. Like he restores it. Like there's no other way to explain how we are, where we are today, except for Jesus restoring our soul. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. I'm going to read the rest. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. Now this next part I clung to when Luke was sick, the day I found out we only had six months left. I clung to this, even though I walked through the darkest valley um, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, your comfort me. They, hmm. you come, they come for me. So anyways, you guys can read the whole, you know, Psalm 23, but it means a lot to me to know that God sometimes needs me that he like quiets me like, and you know, that's another point. Sometimes in this like busy world, social media phones going off, blah, 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 blah. It's so important. I think that's why I'm enjoying the walk because I leave the phone at home. Like we have to block out purposely. I'm going to challenge everybody to just at least take five minutes a day where they put all their distractions down and just like talk to God. And um, because sometimes we, we have to get there because there's so much being thrown at us all day, every day, responsibilities, do this, do that, immediate text, immediate alerts, blah, 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 blah. Like sometimes we just have to get away and let him lead us beside quiet waters. So that was, those are some verses. Yeah. That were really, really important to me during that time and currently now. And, um, so the whole point of all of this, we'll wrap it on up is it will get better. Okay. I know I'm repeating myself, but I think you need to hear it because I know I needed to hear it. I, just ask everybody I knew who was a widow. Does it get better? Does it get better? Does it get better? It's all I wanted to know. I just needed that hope for tomorrow. We have to have hope for the future. Like mm-hmm. there's, I mean, imagine yeah. life if there was no hope, that's how I felt for a couple of days. Like what's the future without my husband? Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. but he gives us new dreams. He gives us new visions. He gives us new people. He gives us like exactly what we need when we need it. And trust mm. God's timing. You know, that's something so huge too. Like it's just Yeah, that's hard. That's hard, but it's you're right, it's super important. Yeah, just to be able to trust. I mean, I think that's like the base of all is like trusting God. And that is hard for someone who likes to control things. Not mm. that I'm talking about myself, <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to let go and be like, I you know what I've been picturing recently with like trusting God, it's like a trust fall, you know, you do mm. retreats or whatever, or the people behind you and you got to catch up. But that's like God, like, he's like, just trust me. And I, I just like picture it in my head, just closing my eyes and like, okay, okay. I trust you. <laughs> and just like leaning back and something else. I like that. Like, yeah. You know what? It's like, God talks to me when I leave my phone. It's crazy. So I'm walking along and there's like this beautiful farm behind our house. And I've heard that they've sold it. And there's going to be people like they're going to build more, but I felt like I was, I was looking at the land. I felt like God said right now, 
there's nothing there. Like enjoy today. Mm. Like, don't worry about what's going to happen over there later. Like about what your future is and this and that and that, like, just enjoy today. I've given you this view today. I've given you the people in your life today. So you don't need to worry about the future. Just enjoy today. And I was actually able to speak that to a friend today who was worried about all these things in the future and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? God just showed me this. I'm going to tell you, let's just think about today because do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries of its own. That is when my mind gets all tripped up is, you know, I think probably a lot of widows can relate to that because we are, our whole world is upside down. We don't know our future (laughs) and, you know, and so it can totally trip us up. So anyways, wrapping it all up, (laughs) it will get better. Mark, did you have anything you wanted to add? Um, you know, just to believe that because Mm. I, I don't relate and I don't understand how someone could be many years out and say it gets harder. I don't understand it. I just feel so differently that I'm like, how, you know, it's, it's like, I feel like, um, you know, I relate it to skateboarding. Like when I would fall and hurt myself really bad, it hurt the most Mm -hmm. in the beginning. And then it hurt over the next few days and maybe weeks, depending how bad the injury was, but it gets better. And I feel like this is sort of like a injury to your heart and to your soul. Mm. And I feel like it gets better with time and it's inevitable that it has Mm -hmm. to get better with time. I don't understand how it, how it gets harder, but I'm not that person. I'm not saying they're wrong or anything like that, but I just don't relate to that. I don't understand that because for me, it's been um, constantly and rather consistently um, getting better day by day. Mm -hmm. And you know, some days my, my grief moment is longer than the day before, but overall I'm able to feel a little less pain than Mm -hmm. I did last week and the week before that and the week before that. Mm -hmm. And it just, uh, it, I want to just encourage people that are at the beginning that it will get better. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be like this. You're not going to have, you're going to start figuring things out and you're probably feeling like, I don't want to figure it out. I don't want to figure it out. And I understand that. And I relate to that. Um, but you will, you will mm-hmm. change that mindset. You won't have that mindset of like, I just don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll start figuring it out. That's right. And I have a really important question for you. Um, do you still skateboard? That is extremely important. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure as everyone's a matter wondering. of fact, yes. Um, I, I not like I, okay. So it used to be something I did like 14 hours a day for years and years and years Mm -hmm. um but no I can still do tricks at 41 years old I can still impress people but um no it's not uh I like to do it's just for fun now it used to be so like that was my goal was to become professional Mm -hmm. and that was going to be my career it was the only thing I had going for me and um now it's like but it's interesting because I was so much better back then but I have so much more fun now. Yeah. Like, cause I don't care. I don't care right. if I learn some trick or whatever. Like right. it doesn't make me frustrated that I couldn't land something or, or that I wanted to do something silly and not something extremely technical or, or right. something that was, um, you know, right at the peak of my skill level, like, you know, and I'd go home and I couldn't sleep about it. And I'd be like, I need to go back and land it tomorrow. Like I have to. And it was just this high pressure. And now it's like, yeah, I'm going to go look Whoa. like the old dude at the skate park. So 
Yeah, I, nice. I, I still enjoy it. I still have my skateboard. I can still impress little kids. <laughs> nice. But um, no, I, I'm not uh, too into it. But thank you. Thank you for that deeply <laughs> important question. I just knew everybody was like, does he still do that? So I just had to ask the question. I can still do it. I can, can still, still do, do it. it. Yep. Still got it. That's awesome. Yep. It hurts a lot more now though. <laughs> right. And I fall at 41 versus, you know, 18, 20, something yeah. like that. It hurts the same. now. I mean... I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to lay here for a little <laughs> bit. Just come pick me up later. Like, I'm just going to hang out here on the sidewalk for a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and let's pray. Let's pray for our, okay. our listeners. And uh, yeah, do you want me to dial or you to dial? You hang up. No, you. You're, you're <laughs> okay. gonna hang up. I'm sorry. I love that joke. I don't know why. It's Every like so time. funny to me. I know. You hang yep. up. But do you, for real, do you want me to dial? Hang up. Uh, I'll, I'll start. Oh, okay. Let's switch it up. I'll throw Let's a switch it up. Too. All right, you go. <laughs> okay, Lord Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that we even have the opportunity to speak to you. That you've given us mm-hmm. that amazing, incredible gift. Um, Lord, I just pray that you continue continuously, um, make things better for Mm -hmm. us and everybody listening that you make each day a little better and that you draw close to us as we draw close to you. And we need you in our life so bad. And I thank you for the grace that you show us. I thank you for the ability to carry on for the ability to still parent our children or Mm -hmm. whatever everybody's situations might be. I just thank you that we still have the ability to do it. Um, And I pray for all those who are feeling really lost. And I pray that you would just shine a little light on them and just let them feel the encouragement that it will get easier. It will get better. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just, I thank you so much for your grace. It is Mm -hmm. an incredible, incredible gift. And we're really grateful. And um, mm-hmm. so I am praying to you in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. And I just echo all these things that were said. And I just pray for everybody listening, whatever they're listening, however they're listening, that they will feel you. Like, I just really want for you to become so real that if they've never talked to you, they do it today. They just start talking to you and you meet them where they're at. You promise us that you will be close to the brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. And I know there's a lot of those listening. And Mm -hmm. I just pray that you just meet them. And I just, I just pray that you just cover them with peace from their head to their toes. And they they experience you in a new and real way that they've never experienced before. Mm -hmm. And that they will just, I don't feel your power rushing over them and know without a shadow of a doubt that you are listening. Even if they have no other person in the world to talk to, Mm -hmm. you are there. And I just pray that you put people in their path to, to speak truth over them and that they will see how special they are, that they were chosen for this journey and that you have them and that it will get better. And we just pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And you guys can always reach out to us. Um, we do live prayers. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at widowed with the number two soon underscore. So you can see when we do this and you can send us a DM or email us at widowed too soon m at gmail.com and let us know your prayer requests. We will pray for you by name, or you just want someone to talk to join mm-hmm. our widowed community at widowed too soon on Instagram. And we want to talk to you. Like yeah. our, our dream and goal is not that it's going to be one-sided. Like it's the Mark and Michelle show. No, it's that 
Wait, what? <laughs> it's the Mark and Michelle show. <laughs> <laughs> we want it to be widow community, like mm-hmm. that we are here for you and that we're building, like people are building friendships among each other, which I've already seen, which is awesome. And that it's like really um, a big support group for each other. You can yeah. also find us. I'm working on the site, so it might look kind of plain, but if you look up Widow Too Soon on Facebook, I do have a page I want to start growing where we can interact there as well. And so we would love to connect with you. If you like this episode, make sure that you subscribe. And if you really liked it, you could give it a little big five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you really, really, really liked it, you could review it and write a few nice words. This isn't just because we need to know, it's because it helps get the word out. So I need more. to know. <laughs> what was that? What? <laughs> I said, what was that? Come on. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Is that a song? I don't know. Yes. Or did you just, it's a made up song? No. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to keep going. It's distracting from what I'm saying. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that distracting? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> anyways, you heard it all. We'd love it if you can help us so we can get the word out. And thanks again for joining us. We look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. God bless. Yeah, you don't know this song? No. Could you play it for me? I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. You can make a